to another session of For Life and Legacy. I am Michael Coleman, your host, and it's a pleasure to be with you today. Uh, today we're going to discuss something that, again, may be somewhat of a challenging word for you, but it is the third step in our core. We talked previously about commitment orientation. Well, today is in obedience. We want to talk about obedience, and I know it's difficult for some people to swallow, and maybe you want to turn it off right now, but I'm going to challenge you not to, because if you think about it, how many times have you failed to be obedient and found out that had you been obedient, your life would be so much better? That's what we're going to talk about today. The opportunity abounds in your life, or opportunities abound in your life. To just be more prosperous, to, to live and prolong your days simply because you choose to be obedient. The question is, what are you obedient to? Or what do you pay homage to? What do you honor? What, what are some of the things in your life that you honor? Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. Whatever you honor, be mindful that whatever you honor will honor you. So think about that for a quick second. Whatever you honor, will in turn honor you. It is the law of reciprocity. If you give honor to God, God will honor you when you obey him. His words are true. So his words are promises that, you know what, eclipse anything you could ever think of. There's nothing on the face of the planet, things seen or unseen, that truthfully can ever come against the knowledge, the wisdom, the way, or the word of God. There's nothing that is like him. There's no one like him. Matter of fact, I think he said, there is none beside me. So I just want to give that to you this day to make you just get into the place where you, you're, you're really just saying, you know, what do you have for me? You know, I'm tired of hitting my head against the wall. I'm tired of doing things my way and finding out my way does not prosper. My way does not give me everything. Now, maybe you're doing things. You say, well, I'm all right. Well, is all right all right? Is all right okay? Is okay okay? These are some of the things that if you don't have that pressure or that passion within your heart, maybe you want to just say, uh, maybe I'll just listen just to listen. But I'm going to tell you today, they say knowledge is power. Well, the truth of the matter is the change agent is the execution of knowledge on that, is the execution of action on that knowledge. Knowledge must be applied. If I've told you this, uh, I, I'll tell you again. How we do it and how you're going to get it done is just as important as knowing what to get done. Right? You can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting what? Different results. If you just manipulate maybe one thing in your life and you become more obedient in one particular area of your life, how many things could you possibly change? Now, let's think about this. Hmm. What if you were told not to talk during class, but you talk during class anyway? Well, could it be possible that you might miss some key instruction just because you wanted to do things your way? Well, you can only have your way at McDonald's. Ah, yeah, I know. It's Burger King. But anyway, just to get your attention, you have to have knowledge. This is true. But what's the use of having knowledge and not applying it? Or at least not knowing when to apply it. Because timing is key. So commitment is key. 
orientation is key. Definitely being obedient to the timing is key. Now, how do I know this? How could we know this? You ever seen someone who could not dance? Someone who, for whatever reason, couldn't catch the rhythm? Uh, would you imagine trying to dance with a person who could not be obedient to the rhythm? Uh, they'd clap on the ones and the threes instead of the twos and the fours. And maybe somehow or another, they'd only have five left feet, not two. You have to be able to understand the timing is key. So there's a key uh, text that says, um, walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. There's a lot there. Now, let's unpack the first thing. It says, so that you may live and prosper. If you're going to do what God has for you, you will live and prosper. But I ask you this. What's the point of living and prospering if you have short days? Right? Wouldn't it be nice to enjoy your prosperity? Wouldn't it be nice to see your children's children? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to see their face and say, yes, Papa or Mama got this right in their lives, and that they would be able to hold your hand and tell you they love you? I see that your land is you're going to possess some land. So even the things that you're going to acquire, wouldn't it be nice to take them on the long walk down your 40 acres or your 30 acres or your 300 acres and say, yes, we bought this just for you. There is an intent here in the mind of anybody who wants to be successful. They must be obedient to something. They must pay homage to something. There is no way that you're going to ever be prosperous and not pay obedience to God. I'm just going to say, servants, obey the word spoken, for they are respectful in authority. There's another scripture within Luke 7th chapter, verses 7 through 10. It says, the kingdom works on obedience. If you turn to Luke, the 7th chapter, verses 7 through 10, you'll see that the kingdom works on the respect of authority. Jesus was going to heal a man's uh, servant. But the man said, I'm not, is that worthy that you come to my house? Just speak the word. For I am a man given on authority. He understands that when he spoke a word, it had to be taken into action. When he spoke a word by those whom served him, they had to go to go into action. The same thing is true. When Jesus spoke the word, he knew by just authority alone that there, those forces at play would have to obey him. There is nothing to be said here except for, wow, look at this. Even in the kingdom of darkness, they must pay attention to the word spoken by our God. So I'm just going to say. If you really want to be with somebody, won't you be with a winner? See, if you want to be obedient, then you want to find an opportunity to show God that you're willing to be obedient. If you want to be obedient and and, and feel uh, yourself prospering and prolonging your days, then give something, give something up, sacrifice something. Sometimes we talk about food. Uh, as as a as something we want to fast, but there may be some other things that God has been telling you to leave alone, and you won't fast from it. You won't even give an opportunity for yourself to break free from it. Sure, it's a sacrifice, but let me tell you this: there's not a thing you'll ever do that's going to be great that won't require a sacrifice. Everything great requires sacrifice. Everything. Everything. Did I say that? 
right? Everything. If you're going to do something great, you can't do it out of sacrifice. So listen, here we go. I believe in the first Samuel 13, 13. I'll read this for you really quickly. And Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord. He didn't obey him. He did not obey him, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people. Because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. This is important. This is big, y'all. This is really big. For you to be disobedient. So much so that God says your time is up. That there is no need for you to continue in this vein. I, I, if you're not, I needed someone who would be obedient. You apparently have dropped the ball. Um, how about we get this act together? It's important to note that being obedient changes your life. But being disobedient changes your life as well. I think we've established that. Too. But let me give you this as well. First Samuel fifteen twenty two through 23. And Samuel said, Have the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. It is, you could make a sacrifice all day long. But the sacrifice does not, mm, does not substitute for obedience. I don't care how much you could give away, give up. If you don't give up your will for his will, you might as well turn your cup upside down and ask somebody to try to pour it and fill it. It's never going to happen. You need to understand for rebellion or the turning away from the word of God is wickedness, is stubbornness. It is what separates you from the greatness of God. I said, listen, uh, I'm just going to make sure we kind of cut this one short today, but this is important to be obedient because here's what I do know that when you make the sacrifice, there's going to be an opportunity for you to be able to, to see God work in ways you've never seen before. You're going to, you know, forget, forget open doors. Forget the fact that God will open doors. How about God will tear down walls? When you're obedient, God will remove walls because there are times in your life where you need greater access to do what God wants you to do. But he can't have someone there who won't be obedient. He needs someone who will be willing to see themselves smaller in their eyes so that God can use them in greater ways in the eyes of others. Does that make sense? I think it does. That, that, that if you would allow yourself to just say, God, what is it in me that would change things around me? Even the people that I come in contact with. Maybe my obedience would encourage them to actually live even better. My children, my spouse, my friends, my family. If they see me do this one thing, this one thing well, how could I then transform the lives of those around me? Can I become a change agent? Can I be a disruptor in my family? Can I be someone who disrupts my family in the positive way that I stop the pathway of something that has been me operating, operating in ignorance or operating apathy? Can I just turn this whole corner here right now so that in Everything I do, it, it, this becomes a pivoting point. I can actually point back to the day when I chose to be obedient and find that because I made that decision, God changed everything else for me. 
I think you can. I think this is a great time. This is a great opportunity just to stretch out and allow God to work in ways that you've never seen before. Because if you really want to serve him, if you really want to love him, then let's obey him. Because you know he has nothing but good for you. And yes, let's just talk to the, maybe to the elephant in the room. It is often a challenge to give God our all because we're concerned about what we might be giving up. I think it is this opportunity where we must realize that some things are worth losing for gaining God's smile. Just some things are worth losing for gaining the smile of God over our lives. So let's let God smile on us today. huh? Let's let God smile on us. Can you envision that God just smiling on you because you've made the right decision? I'll let you know this. When God decides to smile, things will change. And I think at the end of the day, there is more to be said about what God does in us, through us, than what he does for us. It's not so much about what you get, but what you become. This is what we're talking about. Obedience allows the transformation process to take full its full course in your life. The fact that we've not obeyed God means we've not transformed into everything we possibly could be. Just think about it. The potential that you possibly could have. Simply because you choose to believe in what God has to say. And once you choose to believe what... Uh, let me do this. Let me do this. And, and let me do this due diligence uh, and, and justice. If you were in a training program, would you not, especially if you paid money, would you not listen to the trainer? Would you tell the trainer how to do his job or her job? Would you second guess the trainer? Or would you listen to the trainer, especially when this trainer has a proven track record for transforming people into greatness or at least discovering the greatness of the person. So let's do the same here. Take this opportunity to discover exactly what God has stored inside of us. There is greatness in you. There is, I promise you, there is greatness in you. You need to take the opportunity to allow God to show you that greatness. As he's lit you to life, let him lit, keep you lit for your legacy. Until next time, I want to say thank you for joining us. Remind yourself that obedience is better than sacrifice. And you're going to do this for your life and your legacy. And by the way, please remember to hit that like, that share, subscribe button, or whatever it is that may be there so we can keep this content coming toward you. Know this. We thank you. And we love you. Until next time.